yeah let's do it let's do it thanks guys Uh, well so you guys don't know the team of the podcast do you know the team how we met yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) basically it's a um stories of people uh, meeting people in real life not online and then advice yeah. for and stuff like that and you guys so for the listeners maddie smith andrew chavon yes hey guys. Um, we met irl yeah you guys met in your comedians yeah that's right we that's how we met i mean that's how we all meet i feel like It'd be weird if I just met her on a dating app and I'm like, you also do comedy in the city I do it? Hey, do I know you from somewhere? Twitter, maybe? The Lantern? No, I've I've um, had two pe- two comedians match, or not match, like like me on Hinge. And mm-hmm. then they've said in their bio they've done comedy. And then I've looked them up and I never met them or knew them. Yeah, I remember but, when wow. I had dating apps, I would see like comedians and I'm like, I don't know you. And if I don't know you, then you're not a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I thought. But then one of them had like pictures at the cellar. But maybe he did like a weird bringer yeah. thing, actually. Now that I'm uh, thinking or about. one of the class there. Must they have. always get the photo from the class. That was actually probably it because he didn't mm-hmm. have uh, any following on, on social media. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, nah. Yeah. Because if he did, he, it's yeah. so weird. I feel like the less you do comedy, the more you want people to know you do comedy. Yes. And then the more you do comedy, the less you want people to know. I didn't even mention it in my dating profile yeah. when I was on the apps, the comedy thing. I keep that a secret. Yeah. Because guys don't like it. If, if I'm like in, if I'm in an Uber and they ask like if I'm in town to do a gig, I will not mention that. No, I say I live in the town. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've known me your mayor. whole life. <laughs> Johnny, it's me. Yeah, I don't bring it up. It's like the very last thing. If I go to a party and I don't know anyone, I won't bring it up. Yeah, Yeah, but when I first started comedy, I remember on the cab to my first show, I was like, I'm doing a comedy right. show. And the guy was like, I don't care. You tell everyone when you first start. <laughs> and then the more you bomb, the less you tell people. <laughs> And and then the more awkward you see the conversation. So yes. like, oh, you do it. I would like to do oh it. And then they want to hear your comedy and then they critique it. And For women, it's more like you don't strike me as a comedian. And I'm like, I'm I'm what? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm ordering from Dairy Queen. What about this would strike you as a comedic thing? Yeah, sorry, I didn't order my cone in a funny voice. <laughs> sorry, I didn't pretend to be Bugs Bunny for you. <laughs> I like an ice cream cone. Wow, are you a comedian? You must be at the cellar tonight. <laughs> That's so funny. I get that at work all the time. I never say to customers that I'm right. a comedian, but then like a coworker might just like be like, "Oh, did you know Katie's a comedian?" Oh. And they'll always be like, "But she hasn't been funny this whole time." I'm like, "Right, yeah, because oh I didn't God. have to be." Right. Right. Yeah, so- I'm not on a stage in front of people. Yeah. Fuck yeah. off. Literally, fuck off. So humiliating. Yeah, I learned that lesson uh, like just to not tell anybody at work. And then the one, if you tell one person, they're going to tell everybody. Everyone. So you just try to. My last day at, at my finance job, I told one guy. And by the end of the day, everyone knew. <laughs> and I kept it a secret for two years. That's so funny. You just can't tell people. They're just like amazed by it as well. And then it's hard because if you do tell people, you're always different. You know, like even with my friends, not my best friends. But if I make new friends and they find out I'm a comedian, they're like, mm-hmm. if I'm telling them a story, they're like, is this gonna go on stage later? She's oh. really funny. Are you Dude, practicing your bits with us? And I'm like, no, I'm just telling right. a story. I know that that ruins like any fun. I know. And every group text with people, they're like, oh, you should put that in your act, <laughs> right? I like the story about how it rained. Yeah, I don't think that's oh, 
funny to other people. Or even with podcasts, I'll have like, again, they're not close friends, but like maybe like new friends or acquaintances and they'll go to like, say like a, a private story and they're like, you're you're not going to talk about this on your podcast, are you? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your life that much. Right. Oh, I'm not even no. going to remember right. this in 10 minutes. Right, literally. It doesn't even know doesn't that make you feel weird? Like when they say that, like, you, you know, like uh, you think I'm the type of person that would talk about your personal yeah, business. And it's like, I only yeah. talk about my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, I'm not going to get up and be like, this person likes to, I don't know. It's so, I don't want to evade your, I know. you can tell me a secret. I'll, you know, I know yeah. people are freaks. Yeah. And then people who listen to it don't care. They don't care about what Michelle does on a Friday night. Yeah. And then it turns out yeah. that they, it's not even a big deal. They're just like, oh, he he didn't want to have sex straight away and you're like that's not even right. that interest that's not even a you're so boring <laughs> yeah i think i just i just don't like being treated different like when they say yeah. you're not going to talk about this on your podcast i'm like what am i a freak yeah. or something like you know right you wouldn't say that to a normal friend yeah you're not gonna yeah totally yeah they, they act like being on the podcast is a bad thing or like your podcast is affiliated with like non-pc stuff or like or uh, whatever you know? just that uh, you get treated differently you know yeah anyone with a podcast is going to be treated differently than somebody without one yeah yeah or even God. just like the job comedian like when you think they'll be like oh like mrs big shot over here so i'm like i'm really <laughs> poor and i have no now a lot of my friends are supportive this is just people you would meet at like the bar or like maybe oh, people yeah. from like your hometown or something like who who does she think she is doing comedy and you're like well i would never be like who do you think you are being a plumber like what the fuck right yeah it's a weird Seriously. profession it's a really weird, it's really weird. If I could go back um, five <laughs> years, I would not do it. <laughs> no, but you're so, so, you're doing great. You should definitely do it. No, no, no. I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> yeah, every, every, knows. every day she's, yeah. I, I think this whole pandemic is really making everyone insane. Yeah. yeah. I think literally everyone's insane right now. No, they are. And even yourself, yeah. like there's, there's yeah there's um emotional reactions i'm having to situations that the people don't know yeah. i'm having it because thankfully i'm still logical enough to be like you are right. being sensitive don't yes. be upset about this but it's definitely yes. the pandemic because i'm like getting upset about shit i wouldn't usually or like me worried too. i imagine me too. i had this like imaginary thing that my friends were doing something without me or something and they didn't invite me which hasn't happened yeah. but then i felt upset and i was like i'm just getting right. upset about something i've made up in my head like i was just like you know when you're like yes. daydreaming and then I, yes. I, I felt that's like, like it that's really high happened. school. Yeah, yeah. That's like high school anxiety yeah. that your friends are hanging out without you. Which is fine because yeah. they always do anyway because I'm usually doing comedy. But now that I have time right. in the pandemic, I'm just like right. thinking about things that used. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That upset. It's just silly. Like, of course. Yes. And of course, we I wouldn't even all care this... if it really happened in real life. No, right. <laughs> we have all this free time to just think about every single Everything thing. going wrong. Yep. Every possible. Right. Have you guys. And now it's like five months into the pandemic. So now we have free time to regret things at the beginning of the pandemic <laughs> yeah oh i regret things i'm like i should have started a hobby or I, know. Something. I, like, I wish well, i learned spanish, spanish. <laughs> right? yeah duolingo i'm like oh, who was i back then yeah because we, we all thought it was gonna last two weeks right. so i didn't well, i wasn't like i'm not gonna start anything new because <laughs> you told me once i would have said okay by the end of six months i'll be able to do a hundred pull-ups but I thought it was going to be two weeks. So every two weeks, I just continue sitting down on my fucking ass. <laughs> I know. I put on a little bit of weight. Like, it's kind of a lot of weight, but not a lot of weight in the grand scheme of things. But just like half a stone, like six pounds or whatever. But my gynecologist, mm -hmm. I went for my annual and she was like, 
we've all put on a bit of weight in the pandemic. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, bitch. Yeah. Get a new gynecologist. She doesn't sound like yeah. a judgment-free I, zone over I love there. Her. She's trying to make you make herself feel better. Yeah, because she like. probably gained a whole stone. No. So. Yeah, she, she probably gained a whole quarry. Yeah. But from what I've seen at um, shows and open mics, a lot of people are looking chunky. So <laughs> if you gain a little bit weight, but other people gain more weight, then you still look skinny. I know. I, like if I'm like standing still now, and people are looking at me. I'll just like suck in my face. Just be like, it's the old man. Oh my God. <laughs> the old cheekbone trick. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, did you eat a lemon? That's why you just got to wear big clothes uh, no matter what the season is. That's my strategy. Because if you gain 10 pounds, no one will notice. That's what you got to do. I know. But everyone's gained weight. Yeah, I feel like more, more people are drinking beer and just sitting yeah. at home. So you sit down all day. Oh, well, this is it. You sit. I was used to. I was working four days at a bar, two days selling yeah. beer. So that was. I can't do math. Sorry, six days constantly on my feet, walking around, and then going out and doing right. shows every night. So I never Running was around sitting down. Shows. Now I've sat down Me for neither. five months. And now I have to. I used to like look at my phone at night and be like. Holy shit, I walked five and a half miles today. That's crazy. And now I look at my phone, it's like four steps <laughs> taken. And I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, it, it's impossible to not gain weight. Yeah. I just, yeah, I used to have like a, like one night a week, I had like two free hours to watch a movie. And I'd be like, oh, this is great. I picked the movie, I'd watch it. Now I have all the time to watch all the movies. And now I'm just sick of, I can't watch any movie, you know, yeah. the movies, are, it's not fun anymore. No, I, I, watched, watched, I have too much time to watch them. It's work. Yeah, I watched all the Netflix. I had to get Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to we have Hulu. We have Hulu, HBO Max, HBO Now, um, Netflix. Prime. Yeah, I got Amazon stars. Prime. I got stars. We got stars. And then I got That's a book. A the other day I got a book. I was like, I just oh, yeah. need a- yeah, and I'm done. Good. I'm done the book. I actually nearly cried when I was finished the book. This is really pathetic, but just because I missed the characters, right? I was like, no, oh, it, don't you, are you you're sad because the book's over? Yeah, it was really it was the saddest I've ever yeah. been because the book is over. But it was just such a nice distraction, and you know, it was like living this yeah. cool life of an FBI agent. And I'm like, well, I'm back Definitely. in my kitchen. <laughs> I know, and it's always hard to start a new book because you're like, I don't even know these characters. And, and like, I want to go back to the other characters and the, yeah. the other family. Yeah, these ones aren't as good as the other ones. <laughs> I don't even know anything about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same thing when you finish a show and you start a new show. Yeah. God, we are so sad. I know. Dude. Yeah. But wait, so to find out, so how did you guys meet in real life? Oh, yeah, of course. The gist of the <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, as you might know, um, well, I'm a want- comedian. My name is Maddie Smith and Andrew Chavone. Well, we, I know the first moment I met her was um, we did this. It was in real life. It was the Hoboken Comedy Festival. 2016, September. And, um, I was less than a year into comedy. Yeah. Just I, to let you know why I bombed. I think I had been doing comedy three years, but I was like already feeling like it was a contest. I was like, I think I got this in the bag. Right. You know, I'm not basing that on nothing. And um, Maddie went first and just talked really fast. <laughs> and she looked completely different. She was. I, speaking of gaining weight, <laughs> I was twice the size back then and bombing in a Hoboken bar. Where I can name names off this podcast, some people crushed. <laughs> and I totally bombed. And, was, and you know who was a judge there? Emilio, the owner of New York Comedy oh, wow. Club. 
yeah, yeah. The career i was like i just destroyed my career <laughs> in one set and the, and the booker of stand up new york was oh, there Candy was oh, there too wow. so yeah and you work with both of them all the time so now actually the first time i met emilio after that which was like seven months later he was like you know i saw you at the hoboken comedy festival you don't uh you got a lot better since then. <laughs> now he tells people he's like you know the first time i saw maddie at the hoboken festival she was really bad <laughs> Yeah, and so fucking rude. And he still doesn't. I'm not on good terms with. He thank God he doesn't book the club because it's always weird when I'm around him because of that. Andrew, don't talk about Emilio on this podcast. Well, I feel like he still thinks I stink from the festival four years ago or whatever. (laughs) Cut this part out. Cut the Emilio part. He doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. He hardly listens. I'm just in my head. He probably doesn't think I stink, but the. I still feel weird whenever I see him because I'm like, oh, the last time he saw me do comedy was in Hoboken. I still feel like I'm crawling out of that one set every time he sees me. If he sees me have like a mediocre set, I'm like, well, back to Hoboken. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, he knows. Everybody knows. That's so funny yeah, though. We just yeah. feel like that though. Yeah. We feel like yeah. that every every time it. I do this and the same joke in front of the booker at New York Comedy Club, I'm like, well, she knows. I'm a fucking hack magician. <laughs> There could be like 50 new audience members that have never heard right. your A plus material and then a booker right. who's seen you a few times who want to show I got new jokes and you'll risk yeah. it all just for them yeah. and then be like why did yeah. I put these people through this? Right. Just oh, these no. $28 ticket paying yeah. customers. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so Andrew saw me do a set there but I didn't talk to him because I left immediately after my set. Yeah, she, she <laughs> just kind of gave everyone like weird looks and left. <laughs> And then I think that was the first time I met her. And then I would just see her around. And then we're at the lantern overlapping a little bit back in the days of the downstairs lantern. Oh, Jesus. When Craig Fox was the booker. And I think Andrew came up to me and said, hey, don't I know you from the Hoboken Comedy Festival? And I ran away. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> why are you reminding me? That's so triggering. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, we kept overlapping at new york comedy club late night and stuff like that this is the most boring story ever well it's the first time we so met sorry, I just, so no it's great we, we katie's so we falling were... asleep right no, now. no it's well, nice because it took a while it's like you guys had kept you kind of kept you didn't get together for a yeah. couple years later there was overlapping yes the, you know just acquaintances and it's weird when you're um you know like when you're not close friends in comedy like you don't know you just say hello or, you know like yes. i don't, I don't so did you fancy each other the whole time or well okay so then we kept seeing each we kept overlapping late night stuff i got better at comedy <laughs> and personally <laughs> oh, and i did too it took <laughs> a while so and then i think <laughs> you did a fight at fight club against eric caspera no it was i thought it was tori or but whatever oh one of those anyway and i i'm the judge at fight club right so i sit in the back there i texted jill wiener at that fight club and i said i have a crush on andrew chavon i think that night i was like damn and we used and she responded girlfriend yeah you still supposed to ask that were you single oh no yeah i was dating somebody at the time and i said oh but then <laughs> but then time goes on yeah i had we been, keep seeing each other yeah i've been dating this uh my my now ex for uh uh, a couple of years we had lived together and you know just uh it was like the things just weren't uh good anymore i don't know i just wasn't happy anymore 
feel like a lot of things happened in my life. I think I, uh, I got older and I, your brother got married. My brother got married. Uh, you got more into comedy. I got more into comedy. Yeah. I was like flying places for comedy you when I used to job have to, allowed you to do more oh yeah, I got a new job. Um, this is how I justify it in my head. <laughs> yeah. And then me and my ex just got a dog and that was like putting a strain on things. Cause it was like having a kid to take care of the dog. And I was already right. busy. I was like getting busier and busier. And then I had to get even more busy. So I wasn't, I, I never had like re relaxing thing. So basically at the same time, my relationship, I, I was kind of like being unhappy and getting over it. Our, our, the relationship's lease was coming up in two months. So I had to decide. I'm like, am I have in the apartment? <laughs> the I had to decide like, am I in or out? Yeah. And at the same time, Maddie, we, we just kept running into each other more and more. We kept, there was like a night at New York comedy club where we talked for a long time, like a Saturday mm. night when we were both not booked. And, and then one, and then I think my birthday was coming up and, Oh, there was some Instagram messaging, but nothing crazy. Nothing, you know, yeah, like, I think she just replied to my story or, or something. No, no, no. There was some, there was some extensive. Oh, right. Right. Stuff, some talk. Right. Nothing, you know, alarming. Yeah. Nothing like me pulling a guy away from his girlfriend. <laughs> then one night at New York Comedy Club late night, there was a bunch of people there. And I think Leo was complaining about his relationship or something like that. And then I said, Andrew, what's going on with your relationship? Yeah. And immediately he was like, uh, I mean, and I was like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I think I just gave like a hint of I was unhappy. You I literally took like at 20 seconds to answer <laughs> eyes like fluttering you're like I, I don't know how to, and you're like it's not really good i'm not happy i didn't say that you i said, said some day some days it's awesome but most months it's bad <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think i revealed too much Andrew, you literally were like uh yeah uh um i mean yeah no it's yeah it's not i'm not that happy in it <laughs> You literally oh. said that. I thought I was like, it's okay. No, but, no, no. Oh. I can tell. So that's when I said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> she smelled blood in the water. <laughs> so, and then my birthday party was that Friday at Patty's, and I invited Andrew. Yeah, and then we talked all night. and At um, my birthday party. And uh, I think Julio was like, Hey man, she really likes you. I'm like, who? He's like, Maddie. I'm like, what? What? Why do you think that? He's like, she told me. I was hammered. I was telling everyone. I was like, what? I never thought about Andrew that. Andrew got to the party. I was like, blackout. I was like, you came. It still didn't acknowledge, like, ring a bell or you know. I was just like, Is oh, this she's a boring just story. No, I love this. Well, I'm already thinking okay. like, oh, it's so great that you said that you liked him to somebody because I told him because so so many times we're so oblivious. It's so literally. Uh, yeah, you're right. He didn't even know. I had no idea. I thought I was like, oh, that's cool. She we got along at New York Comedy Club. So I'm a friend or something. I, I didn't think uh, we have. She liked a, me we had all. a lot of uh, chemistry at the onset. <laughs> there was a lot. Well, we did. We talked for a long time. A lot time. of good back and forth. Okay, but that's yeah. like, so that was my birthday party. That's huge. Talking all night. That's what you want. That's huge. Right. I feel like the pressure. There was no pressure because you know, I, I had a girlfriend, so there's no pressure. She probably didn't think I would leave my girlfriend and I didn't think, yeah, I, was and like, I didn't think she liked me at all. I was so. like, this is probably a dead end, yeah. but <laughs> I'm going to continue to do everything I can. Well, I feel like that let us be both, both of ourselves. Cause there was no like, yes. you know, like if, if, if we were on, on a date, 
I would have. You would have been freaking out. I would have been freaking out. I would have put on an act like, I am a cool man. (laughs) I'll have the steak and she'll have the salad. (laughs) Medium rare. In all my dating in my whole life, every time I go on a first date, I always like exaggerate everything and I always overthink everything I say. He draws abs on his stomach. (laughs) (laughs) And I was hammered. So I was able to tell everyone. Right. And just like ease when I'm drunk, I flirt so easily. I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard (laughs) that you work in an office. But I I still because she invited me to her birthday party and I was like, wow, I feel cool. Like I invited to a birthday party. He got a haircut on the way. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like uh, I I, I was just happy to be invited to the party. I didn't think somebody like a freshly groomed dog. Well, you know, you never know. At, at comedy parties, Mindy Tucker could be there or whatever. <laughs> you did it for me. Well, Mindy, Mindy Tucker, for listeners, is a very good photographer. I love how you're nice. ready to go for your photos. <laughs> and she was not at my birthday party. Anywho. If she's at a party, that's your profile picture for three years. It's, it, right. it's like this photo I still use for... Uh, for like whatever like oh yeah they call, what, what's it called headshot it's still my headshot i always yeah i don't have any official headshots so anyway after that night we kept talking and talking and talking <laughs> um two nights later was my actual birthday i had a comedy fight club roast party that i invited him to <laughs> i think that's when you're like oh shit oh yeah that's when it kind of kicked in that uh, even though julio <laughs> told me that she liked me i still, still didn't think that she liked me that's how yeah. crazy I am where I'm like, oh, she probably just said that she likes me as a person. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I still didn't think that she liked me like me. He's a nice guy, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, when she invited me to her actual birthday, I think I had I had a show or you had a show, but we, you said let's meet I at Fight Club. or I had a show at New York Comedy Club after Fight Club. Right. At like midnight on a Sunday or a 1030 show at fourth street so i said come to my birthday roast oh oh that's right it was a roast of her right and then after right after it was done i said do you want to get out of here and go to the near comedy club and that's when i was like oh my god she really likes me <laughs> i like i like I, everything I, like washed over like, my face i was drunk again that's how i could do that otherwise i was like do i even know this person i don't really you know i feel like it's a you know like i've never dated a comedian or did anything with a comedian you know, because I'm I'm like so paranoid that right. it's not going to work out. Then I got to see this person all over and the everyone place. Everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows you it's like a different world. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like dating somebody in like almost your family, yeah. or you know. That's true. <laughs> Wait, what? So what People happened then? Like. Or what made you decide that the risk was okay? The risk was worth so it. So then, oh. well, we talked on. Well, then I got I blacked out again <laughs> that night because the Monday was my birthday, so it was like leading in, and everyone at, there was like a little party at New York Comedy Club, just like ten people who were already there, just drinking a lot. I blacked out. I told everyone there that I had a crush on Andrew, Tom Cassidy, Reggie. Uh, Lindsay Tyson, Nick Simmons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I <laughs> and the employees at the comedy all club. All the employees that I haven't seen all the time. <laughs> so then Andrew and I went outside, and I blackout told him he better leave his girlfriend and date me. Mind you, this is two days after my birthday party when we had when we started talking. But this is yeah, great. I, I love this that. confidence. 
I, I would yeah. literally, if I was sober this past, for this whole thing, I would never have looked Andrew in the eyes. Yeah, we would never have met, we would never have met probably. You if, would have if, come to my birthday party, I would have said, hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then what did you say? What did you think? What happened then? Well, at that time I was like, I guess she really does like me. I like was, even I though, hammered out you're mind. still like, I guess. She, she, she said it so bluntly where I, I, so I think I told her, I was like, well, I got to think about this. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I was. And then I was so blackout. I was like running around. I was falling on the streets. Oh yeah, she peed I, on. The, or, I peed what? on the streets. I don't even remember this in front of this guy who I'm trying to woo. <laughs> I didn't even know that I did all this until like a month later after we had started dating. He's like, "Did you know that first night you peed in front of me?" And I was like, "This whole time I'm chatting with him. No idea." No, I think we hung out again. That was another night. No, listen. Oh, that was the night when I peed in the streets. And you drove me home, and I said, "Why don't you come up and bang me?" And I said, "No." Yes. But I thought that was a different night. That was oh, that night. Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. That makes. So you didn't kiss. I thought... you didn't kiss. I forced my I forced myself to make out with him. Yeah, I think uh, she leaned in and pressed her lips in, and then immediately a tongue came out of <laughs> my mouth, and I pulled. I think I I was like, oh. It didn't, it was like shocking. <laughs> it, was, it felt, it felt like, so like, a, like a salty. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Okay. Then that was that night I drove you home. Yes, Cause then we saw, I saw you that Friday. Andrew, listen to this. Am I skipping around? Yes, okay. you're skipping around. Okay. So then here comes the crazy part, Katie. Andrew had to go out of town for the Indianapolis festival which is called 1000 oh lives. no i can't even remember you went to rhode island for the rogue island oh yeah i had like another festival i yeah i had to drive like five hours to road yeah i forget the town newport. newport newport perform uh then drive that night because they wouldn't give me a hotel um so I think I got home at like three in the morning. I slept, went to work. The next day I had to get on a plane and go to Indianapolis for the whole weekend yeah, for from like Thursday festival. to Sunday. Right. And it was like the worst weekend of my life. Like the plane, like from, from, from the, from the Uber to the airport, horrible Uber. I can't remember what happened. Uh, I think I got to, I just got, I got to the plane late. Um, the plane had turbulence the whole ride, oh my God. like shaking where I had to like grab the seat. And, and try not to throw up yeah. the whole ride. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to the Airbnb um, and there was like a, um, I, I was like hungry. There was no food around. Uh, so I, I didn't eat all day because I, I spent like all my money to the Uber to the Airbnb. And I thought like in my head, like everything's like New York. Oh, there's a corner store there. But it's Indianapolis. There was no stores. There was there was nowhere to get food, so I, I don't think I ate that night. And then I had to walk all the way to the show, and I performed. Uh, it was like a it was like a contest where you would uh, advance every night or something. So I advanced the first night, and there was still no food. The, all the stores in Indianapolis closed at like eight o'clock. So I didn't eat for like from the first time in my life. I didn't eat for twenty four hours. <laughs> 
future what does that have to do with us dating <laughs> but the whole time i'm talking to maddie and she's like oh yeah whatever we we are texting this entire time and you're still with your yeah. girlfriend yeah okay. i'm still uh still i'm talking to maddie more than her at this point because <laughs> uh my girlfriend's like oh whatever you're doing your show and this i can't believe because i didn't get paid to, i bought my own plane ticket yeah. i'm sure she was like you're just wasting that we could have bought a couch yeah. <laughs> we could have bought a couch <laughs> no, that's a good point <laughs> we could have we could have spent this plane money on anything right. I, she's i i think i remember we had a, a conversation with my ex she's like why are you doing this again i'm like oh it's comedy uh meanwhile i'm like i hope you win (laughs) 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 showing my support god indianapolis is such a cool city yeah yeah i'm at home i'm texting him day and right day and night Stuart fullerton is analyzing his text messages (laughs) reading them through just let you know right yeah we're talking a lot also i'm there in a weird town the airbnb i'm staying in doesn't really have any natural sunlight or something. The room, the people that are already there are weird. I, I feel like Maddie is my only outlet yeah. to the world. Meanwhile, I have no idea that the guy I'm talking to watched me piss on the street <laughs> on Sunday night. Watched, asked, told, told him to leave his girlfriend for me. I have no idea, which is oh, why yeah. I'm continuing to confidently <laughs> talk to him. Oh yeah, I didn't tell her that. Uh, and of course she gets I, it being I, a comedian most people don't get it they don't get what we go through yeah so Definitely. yeah the festival right. thing if you've done one festival you know mm, it's horrible it can be pretty awful yeah. yeah so then that the second night i'm there i think i finally ate but i'm still like depressed i'm like away and and i lose the second round or the third round i lose some uh, I, I i lose like right before the the semifinals, so I didn't make it to the finals, and I was, and then when, as soon as I lost, I was like, "What am I doing? I flew all the way here to lose, you know?" Like I'm and like stuck in Minneapolis, not doing the rest of the shows. Yeah, I'm just stuck there. I'm in the again, like again, nowhere to eat. I'm just in a when, a, but then Maddie is like, you know, like, "Hey, it's okay. I was in a contest too, and I lost." And I'm like, "Wow, this is great to have this support and amazing timing." Yeah. And then uh I I'd never been that sad, I feel like in a long time. Like I was so like dramatic. so sad. I you know, I, I, you know where you just are like I saw I've been spending my all my free time and my whole life trying to get funny and I get uh, these judges tell me I'm not. Right. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. My Losing com- getting getting out of a competition is really hurtful mm-hmm. for the mentality in comedy. Yeah, and plus the competition sucked. Like, they they changed the venue. It was supposed to be enclosed the last minute, so they had to move it to this other venue. So there was nobody there. It was like eight people. Like I was oh. performing. I flew all the way here to have like a, a a crappy show. I thought the show would be good. Yeah, and it was also on their local TV. <laughs> there was there was camera crews and stuff to film me in front of eight people from. Minneapolis or whatever. Yeah. So then what Indiana. happened? You went home and you were just like, Maddie's the one. So then he went home and he's still not asking me out. I'm like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Did I just waste a week sending love letters to him? <laughs> so I had to say, I think I owe you some pizza. But wait, is he still with his girlfriend when you say this? Maybe. <laughs> things, I still am, but things. Stuart was like, you need to get things moving. And she's an expert. Yeah. So again, I had two weeks to 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 let i guess uh 
the lease is in December. So November is coming up. So I had two weeks to decide in my in or out, yeah. you know, so that's a lot yeah. to think about. And, uh, yeah, it is a lot. I think when I came back, I was like still depressed and you know, my ex, I, I feel like, I. I kept overanalyzing. I don't know. I was just like, things were different when I came back. Yeah. I think uh, it, it was like a traumatic experience for me. <laughs> like, for, like, it changed me. I don't, I don't know. And I was like, we missed you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So I was like, my first, yeah, yeah. I was like, it was like highs and lows because the festival in Rhode Island was, was, was awesome. And I was like, this is my, what I'm doing. I'm doing the right thing the festival in Indianapolis sucked where I was like, I'm doing the wrong thing. And then, but, uh, I, I, it just made me rethink everything I was doing. And, and at the same time, looking at the situation I was in where I was like, I'm unhappy and I need to a change. I need out of this. Yeah. I need to out of this. There's somebody here that says they like me. There's, there's a future out there. <laughs> you know, I don't have to be trapped, but it wasn't like, but, but then, we so then later that week we went to Caitlin Plufo's screening party together yeah. for Colbert. Yeah. And that's where we confessed our love for each other. That's where I was like, yeah, I was like I think I'm gonna break up with 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 my girlfriend and you know, there's 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 a possibility for us. And I think you played it cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hammered again and I was like, Oh I could not believe my ears. Yeah. And at the same time, one, it's like, I'm leaving the girl I'm dating and I live with, which is a huge decision. And the second thing is there's a comedian. I've never dated a comedian. Yeah, I, that's yeah. a big move too. Yeah. yeah. Look, I don't know. You know, every comedian is crazy. And I remember I was telling Sam Marill that I, I, uh, we, we, we did a show together and he was dating a comedian and he was just like complaining and, and, <laughs> They just broke up. He's like, this is a huge mistake. I can't believe I dated a comedian and, and all this stuff. And I was like, is it bad to date a comedian? Because he was like so unhappy. Right. And you only hear the horror stories. <laughs> yeah, like, I've dated um, hotel workers, bar workers. But if I, I could say, oh, all bar workers are insane. But it's right. not. I just happen to not date the good ones. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, you're going to regret every relationship that ends. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> And, uh, oh, and then Steven, my good friend, it was dating Caitlin and they seemed happy. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, maybe Caitlin were a good example. I was like, maybe there is hope here. And, um, you know, but it was, it, uh, uh, it was scary. It's scary to, to date a comedian. I don't know. And wait, how long have you guys been together now? Cause you just um, moved in with each other, right? Two years in November. Two years. So yeah. So that's like a huge success story. Do you know what I mean? You took a risk and it, it paid off. You know, you, you had yeah. two weeks then yeah. to find a new place and, you know, you were yes. risking it with yes. a new girlfriend Dude. who was a co-worker and it all worked yeah. out. Right. Now you're living together. It was it was a riot at the beginning. Yeah, I was... It... Finding a new room, you moved into kind of a shithole. <laughs> I did. And every time we were in the shithole, it was like symbolic of me, you know, because I tore you away from another life and brought you into the shithole. <laughs> That's how I felt being in there. And um, how, yeah, there is a sense of guilt that comes with um, kind of like talking to a guy when he has a girlfriend. But uh, yeah, that kind of weighs on me sometimes. It was all—it was all timing. No, it's all fine because I was getting ready to get out of there anyway. Right. You just gave me the push. 
without even knowing it. And when we started dating, he was like, don't feel like you have to stay with me because I left someone. Okay. Like, don't, this doesn't fully have to do with you. Yeah. Like, I'm not leaving her for you. It's a shitty relationship. And now we are going to, like, start dating. But don't feel like, if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of my Yeah. Life. And plus, I was like, yeah, I didn't want to put pressure on me and you by yeah. saying that like oh we got, you what know. if you're two months in and you're like he left this girl for me and actually he sucks yeah <laughs> I, I put all this weight on him yeah i think i kept telling like you know if you want to leave me just go <laughs> don't worry about it so dramatic he's still saying that <laughs> this day like you just moved in together right. he's like you want to leave go. me just go. <laughs> don't drag it out please but also, just, like just go i think it's well like i think it's probably good that you waited until broken up to like like it's good that you weren't like dating while you had a girlfriend because yeah oh yeah i wouldn't have time for that <laughs> anyway just i would have zero time i barely had time for my like my girlfriend as it was but do you know what right. i mean? you imagine like, having two girlfriends right. it means like it set your relationship off on a good note instead of like a yeah, yeah i think it was there wasn't any like there wasn't any like oh, i gotta go back to my other girlfriend <laughs> it was immediately like all right i'm ending it with her yeah there wasn't like great. overlap other than us talking and when we were talking he was out of town when did when yeah. did you and i didn't oh sorry go ahead. go ahead well i didn't once say like you have to leave her no it so i don't i didn't know you felt that way if you f still felt bad or something well just like being in your ugly room well yeah it was a horrible room <laughs> i had no closet there was like uh, a sh like a weird shelf that had a uh, red covering so it looked like a tent <laughs> in my house or in my room yeah um and my roommate was weird he never like looked at maddie when she would come over and then yeah, i found yeah. out later he he put it in the ad no girls over yeah. <laughs> oh so that's reading comprehension <laughs> yeah, well, also there. that's his issue that's weird why can't you have your partner yeah over? i know I know it's so weird. Yeah. How long? How long before you decided to be exclusive? Pretty much straight away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I was like pretty much. I think it was a few weeks of like drinking together and talking all the time until one night I was like, "Are you my boyfriend?" <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's... there was never. I think we went on an official like first fancy date to a restaurant or something a couple weeks after, and that's the night when I confirmed it i but there wasn't ever any question of like what's going on here yeah you were just making like you're just but i love that i love that a you've been the one kind of steering this as the woman and uh doing the asking <laughs> and because uh, i right, Dude, right now I, i've been fucking steering <laughs> i got us into this place too <laughs> i'm about to propose <laughs> if i propose no one's gonna be surprised <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just be like okay <laughs> yeah did you presume yeah. she was your girlfriend how come you didn't bring it up oh probably i was you know i have this i didn't i think i had the feeling but yeah i mean when you when you say i left my girlfriend yeah i'm also like also dating a comedian for the first time i didn't want to be too too much yeah. i don't want to do the, anything wrong yeah. so i didn't want to make any sudden moves but on the night of caitlin's screening when we we proclaimed our love for each other we talked for so long you're like i'll be a good boyfriend i'll take you out on dates you pretty much laid it out there that there was no questions well it was normal i don't i yeah i think i said i was normal you said you're normal you don't have a small penis <laughs> <laughs> that's all great that's great all the yeah. all the uh, yeah necessities yeah and then the first few months was just like really fun and easy and i think our, our 
I think I remember like I think we got a, our first fight. I was like, oh, this is over, <laughs> and and uh, and then you were like, yeah, whatever. You, you she was cool with. I guess we made up afterwards, and she didn't hold it against. And I was you. like, oh, okay. I was like, that's a good. Th- and then I think after the first after the first fight and how we worked it out and and I was like okay this is a somebody I could see myself with you know like yeah uh, like at first I was like I was still in my head I was like oh we're not gonna work out she's gonna suddenly become crazy you know like yeah. I still had the Sam Morrill in my head right. of telling me that right. a comedian is, is somebody that goes crazy yeah. and, and stuff <laughs> like, yeah but after I ready it was like kind of like. Uh, logical and not like we'd get over things and we're able to talk things out and talk about how you were feeling and and stuff i was like oh this is a well put together person yeah not a, an insane yeah. person you know yeah, like super healthy but usually if you think the other person's insane it's usually just a bad match yeah if like well yeah I didn't think you were insane, but in my oh, head, I'm I like, know. you could be insane. Yeah, but you're, yeah, you're <laughs> right. right, right. Well, but you're, good, you're right. a good match. I do think as well, it's like an unfair stereotype on comedy women because comedians in general are more self-aware, I feel, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. they know when they're an arsehole. But they, yeah. Or they know no, but when that, they're... But then some yeah. comedians are completely self-unaware. Oh, yeah, actually, like, a, a comedian just asked me to borrow my car to drive to Binghamton. <laughs> like... Just he was like, and I barely know the guy. Yeah, he just right. reached out to me. Yeah, you're right. Hey, I you have a car, back. right? I'm can so I borrow sorry. it and drive? Right. Can I borrow it and drive to Binghamton? I'm like, are you? Why would anyone agree to this? No, a hundred percent. Actually, yeah, yeah. Just people in general. People are either some people are logical and normal and able to, and then others. But I do think you're right about good yeah. match. Like someone will, yeah. you're like how you react with someone with certain people is different with other people definitely and if you want um if i was to say to andrew like if i kept getting mad at andrew for not being like a party animal or something because i was a party animal that's a bad match yes i'm trying to think of like well also as well you have like you don't you don't know with i don't know sam morel but you don't know what he was saying or doing and not giving that woman that was making her like so frustrated, you know. Totally. So you- I've looked like a bitch in past relationships, and it's because I was bad, because the person wasn't communicating yeah. with me right. He wasn't providing like what you need, and you literally turn into a crazy person. Yeah, you get person. so frustrated. You start to get like primal yeah. because you're just like, I don't yes. understand. I've done everything <laughs> else. I've asked nice. Right. I've right. wrote you a letter. One time I wrote a right. guy a letter because I was like, he's <laughs> right. obviously not oh. understanding my words. <laughs> right. Let me put this on paper <laughs> yeah. and have him hang it and up. And he was like, and, we need and to I've break been, I've been the, And <laughs> I've been the guy not reading, communicating, yeah. you know, like Wrong. in my early 20s, I was completely oblivious. You know, and I had girls yell at me and break up with me, and right. that's, that made me learn. It does take a few keep... relationships of being yelled at for a guy <laughs> <laughs> to learn it. Yeah, he's a little older than me too. So when we first started dating, he was like hitting all the marks, and I was like, "Whoa!" He's yeah, yeah I, the ringer. <laughs> I lived through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. I love this so you much. Know? When did you guys first say, if you don't mind telling, uh, when did you guys say you loved each other? Was it you as well, Maddie? No, I said. Oh, I love this. He said it first. Yeah, I think uh, some tears came out of his eyes. Yeah, did they? Because I think it was after a fight, and I said there, no. It was I, like a, the first big thing, and and then uh, I think that was I, I don't remember how many months it was in. I remember I it, was, it was three months. 
Uh, yeah. Because I looked up online, when are you supposed to say I love you? I looked that up like <laughs> three years ago. It was in tw- it went it... three and six months. Isn't three it? and yeah. six. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh, we're one week away. And literally on the dot, three months, you said it. Yeah, I think you feel it. You feel like you want to say it. And then. Yeah. And we had like gotten in like a big fight. We don't fight a lot. I feel like we're bringing it up a lot here. But there was like a big thing that had to do with the ex communicating. And yeah, she would still reach out to me oof, and that stuff. I feel like she would, uh, I had to like comfort her cause she'd be like, I'm a, I'm single. I can't meet anybody. I'm like, you will, this takes time. <laughs> and you, I think what happened was Andrew accidentally sent me a text that was meant for her <laughs> because yeah. he's a people pleaser. So he's <laughs> trying to walk her through. What did you I'm say? Like, what just did get on a dating app. <laughs> I'm like, just get on an app. I get and... this random text at 4 p.m. That's like, you'll be okay. Get on a dating app. Move into a new place. And, <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? And he's and... like, that was meant for my ex. Sorry. And I'm like, <laughs> well, thank God it was that and not like shows your tits, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It was... <laughs> so like on principle, I was like, I have to be mad at him for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, un- but I know you well enough to know that you had no bad intent and you're stuck in this sort of like yeah pleasing thing because you kind of ruined this girl's life well i felt bad i mean i ruined her life but she uh you didn't the relationship was bad well once in a while she'd reach out and be upset and i felt bad like i knew this person i lived with yeah but you were like you know you were partners so it can't it's just hard and it's hard to forget that whole aspect of your life as well it sounds like you handled it really well as well you were like just getting on dating up like other than sending me the message (laughs) other than sending her the message but then that's when i said it was a conversation that needed to happen which was like how are we gonna move forward with this other and i said i'm you're right i should never i should just ignore it it's probably not helping her anyway it's not healthy talking to me talking to me is 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 just reopening the wound and so i bought i I blocked uh i did the i told her i'm like hey i'm blocking you and then Mm -hmm. and um, then that night we had the i was like how am i supposed to know this is real if you keep having these converse and he's like because i love i love you i'm in love with you and then the tears started coming i was and then i was like i can't be mad anymore and then i was yeah. like try not to laugh because it was <laughs> what did yeah, you say the moment, oh, sorry the moment was tainted by the circumstances but i feel like it was going to come out it, it took it, we needed an event to come out you know like yeah sometimes it's more powerful when it does that instead of standing in front of like the statue of liberty yeah i know <laughs> being like i love you like okay you thanks <laughs> um and did you um, say you said it back straight away right I said thank you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she said I know. I said like, no Han- shit. She pulled a Hansel. <laughs> no, I said it back, Aww. and then yeah, and then ever since then it was smooth sailing. Yeah, and then not a ton of stuff. When we I fight, think... we laugh it off like an hour later. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's the communication's good. I'll say if I'm upset, she'll say if she's upset. We'll usually work through stuff, and I think uh, it's been good so far just um i think what helps fights in good relationships is you know it won't ruin the relationship yeah so you can kind of like laugh it off yeah like once you're secure in the relationship it's fine i find yeah Yeah. of course i remember past relationships every fight was like this is the end like what are we even doing here but we don't say stuff like that yeah and we don't even fight that much i used to be in relationships where it was like a fight just a fight or and i was like what am i doing well, some people that's yeah. how they they see love or that's how they show they want 
the person right. to fight for them or be jealous or possessive and that's how they then they're like oh they love me now you know and it's like nah it's bullshit yeah. right yeah i remember i told maddie the story but in in i was dating this girl in college and she'd always give me prom for no reason and i had my brother is visiting campus and and she was like you and right in front of him she's like you never take me out to restaurants she's from like the south yeah. and i was like okay well, and we drove around looking for like something that was open we ended up going to applebee's yeah. And I remember my brother told my mom, like, this person's mean that Andrew's dating. He just yelled at him about Applebee's. And my mom told me that what my brother said, and it was the first time where I was like, oh, that's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. No. That's not nice. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's not normal to yell at me in front of my, my brother. Yeah. So uh, it's relationships to know we should uh we should wrap it up but what's your advice then so so far i've gotten you should just be blackout drunk yes <laughs> tell all of your friends tell everybody at the jo- the, the club and yeah. then tell them yourself and then we in front of them in the street it worked for me yeah but everyone's got a different method to their madness yeah and i guess for me just uh just be in denial um <laughs> that somebody likes you until they have to tell you completely and then be in front of you. I'd say if you hadn't, if you didn't pick up on my signals, I also would have walked away because it, you can only make it work with someone if they like you too. Yeah. Yeah. So and it sounds like I taking like- risks as well. You both took risks. Yeah. Take a little risk, but if the risk doesn't work out, have some dignity and yeah. move on. Cause if you try to force it with someone who doesn't want anything more than that, you're just yeah. going to hurt yourself. And start off slow too. If you, yeah, want to make have a, sex for a while well not just oh, just sorry. the communication <laughs> the communication was slow like uh it was just like a message here or there seeing yeah. each other here or there oh, right. you yeah, know like, like when you started off did you not see each other every day you kind of went slow well like the lead up to like caitlin's thing was like some communication some seeing each other and then after that i think it was a few nights a week but nothing crazy like if she told me um all that stuff when I like in Hoboken three years ago, I'd be like, who is this person? And yeah. I mean, even, even though I was single then I'd be like, what, what's who, what? Yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah. I knew, I, I don't know. I knew you pretty well. A, a sustainable foundation built. Yeah, exactly. You knew each yeah. other. You knew she wasn't just some like crazy person. Yeah. Um, and you've got common friends. No, no, hundred percent. Uh, but yeah. And it yeah. sounds like you guys did go a little slow. So you didn't have sex for a while. Um, it was a few dates worth. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, I don't, I don't, it was a while. Yeah. I feel like it felt like a while, but looking back, it was probably like a week. (laughs) (laughs) But But you guys have been talking for so long that it probably felt like months. I think we did a few dates where we didn't go home with each other. That's nice though. I like that because I like to get excited and build it up. And then you're like, Ooh, me too. Yeah, you can't have sex really. But then I think we had sex the night after I took you to a Halloween party with me. Right? Yeah, I think so. We so we went to a party together and then went home together. But yeah, it was like nice to have like a few dates where we're, okay, we definitely like each other. He's, the girlfriend's gone. Yeah. Now let's like pretend we're like moving forward. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I don't know what advice, what advice, oh, advice for that. Um, 
It should be easy. Yeah, it should be easy. That's yeah. so funny. I love that. That's great advice. I'm learning that late in life because yeah. everybody I've dated in the past, is, it hasn't been easy. And right. now that I get older, I'm like, oh, easy is, that's the way to go. Yeah, that's right. Yes, easy, definitely. The boxes should just be checked right away. Like my sister is starting to date someone too and he like checks all the boxes from the beginning yeah. and she's like, why is, why is there no hardship? What's going on here? Yeah. That's, that's, that's sort of yeah like, that's you know. the guy I'm seeing now I was like that as well I was like oh I don't know yeah. if he likes me and then I had to be like wait a second he's really good to me he listens to what I want yeah. he like yeah. you know takes care of me and he Definitely. has boundaries and respects my space and comedy and everything he doesn't even watch my Instagram stories he's not like annoying or obsessed right. and I'm like Definitely. oh this is healthy I just never had anything healthy right. before they would be like possessive or controlling and I thought that was it's a love. weird feeling yeah I had to be like what's your secret like did you like get kicked out of college or <laughs> sexually assaulting someone like yes. what's going on here oh to be nice i thought there was like a catch like you did something crazy and then no, i'm, I'm just, just so saying with john nice. i keep asking uh... him i'm like do you have a wife are you sure there's yeah, no wife like, do you have a kid out there like <laughs> what is going on yeah it's just uh just when you're younger you gotta know when things are wrong and then just learn from that even though i feel like i got broken up with a lot but i learned <laughs> i learned so yeah great. okay well what's your instagram and podcasts um i'm at so maddie smith on instagram my podcast is flat bottom girls with jordan jensen my name uh andrew chavon is is my instagram a chavon is twitter uh andrew chavon.com is my website and i panic attacking i do it every monday with steve rogers we look at anxiety through a comedy lens and have guests on sometimes great and also maddie you have your youtube as well Oh, yeah. Check me out on YouTube. I put stupid videos out every day. Yeah. Well, every other day, maybe. Maybe every three days. That's great. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks, Katie.